It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. All right, we're here at, in Las Vegas for MJ Unpacked. I'm here with Elad Baraks, founder and CEO of Voyager, a precise uh, dosing mechanism. Elad, thanks for being with us at The yeah, Talking thanks Hedge. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your product. Uh, you, we've had you on the podcast before with a pitch deck review, your investment deck, and now we're here together uh, yeah. seeing your product for the first time, or maybe the second time. Yeah, so before we only showed it in the video, but now you, you can actually experience it. Yeah. Uh, but, but a quick reminder for, for your question. Um, essentially what Voyager does is we allow companies that have cannabis in the liquid form, whether it's oils or water-soluble, uh, more for people that want to ingest or drink it or eat it, to have it in a pod format where they can just dispense it for themselves uh, very accurately. And I show what I mean. So this is our our box that comes with a dispenser in a pod. The dispenser is your one-time purchase, kind of like your curing machine or an espresso machine. And then you take a pod. You can have multiple pods with THC, with CBD, um, or just different strains, whatever you like, different brands. And all you need to do is slide it in, uh, probably do it to this direction. You slide it in, you turn it on. The dispenser can recognize the pod and then allow you to dispense it accurately. But um, you were asking me before about child safety, mm -hmm. so I actually turned this on with a password. Okay. So you cannot use this dispenser without a password. So that's one way to make it childproof. So this white uh, portion that you have here is the equivalent yeah. to a vaporizer. It is and exactly then the, the same bottom thing. part you would get at a rec shop similar to a cart. Exactly. And then that just clips in similar. This isn't childproof. That is, that's this more is. accurate dosing. This is not. Absolutely. Um, that's more of a... That's not smoking, obviously, or vaping. This is ingesting, so it's more healthy. Yeah, so essentially how it works is, uh, I'll just put the password one second so we can move on from this, but um, uh, I just need to kind of add our password. At this moment, um, you know, to fit a good engineering company, it's 314. But um, <laughs> once you're in, then the dispenser can work and you can operate the pod. But I just wanna, I'll give a quick demonstration before we dive in, this pod is actually full. Um, and what you do is you hold it above your beverage, and I hope they can see it in the camera. But I press and I get an accurate dose. Yeah. And they can literally play with the dosage here uh -huh. uh, on a milligram level. Uh, this is just oil, so it will float okay. in the water. Yeah. Uh, but if you, in Canada, we have water-soluble product um, right. that you can just add inside. So that's how the pod works, and you can change the dose. The nice thing is the dispenser not only allows you to control the dose, it tracks everything for you. When you say control the dose, can I have each drop be 100 milligrams or five milligrams? Absolutely, okay. so you can literally control it on a milligram level. So it's not about a, it's not about volume, so you're not no. just dispensing a lot of we're, volume to make up for the 100 milligrams, it's actually just giving you that precise dose. We're, we're changing the, the game from that perspective. So right now when a consumer buys a bottle of oil and says, I wanna get five milligrams out of it, they need to say, well, how many milligrams I have per milliliter? Mm -hmm. Do some math in their head, mm -hmm. and then try to measure that amount of milliliters. We obviously need to do the same, but we have a computer in this dispenser that does all of that for you. So when you say, I want to get five milligrams, the dispenser communicates with the pod and asks the pod, what is five milligrams? Yeah. It teaches it, and then it just sends the right accurate operation to make the pod dispense exactly five milligrams. You don't need to do any math. Now, if the regulator, for example, like in Canada, says 10 milligrams is the max, then the dispenser won't let you do more than 10 milligrams every time you press it. So if you want 100, you'll need to press 100 uh, 10 times, right? But if you're in a place where there's no regulation like that, then the pod won't have that issue, right? You'll be able to just dispense 100 milligrams. So just very simple. 
Um, but it tracks everything, as I mentioned, in your app. So you can know what you're doing. You can know, okay, I took five milligrams of THC this morning, five milligrams in the afternoon, 20 milligrams of CBD at night. And it can also tell you, this pot is almost empty. You should go purchase a new one. And allow us to start learning how consumers use cannabis, because we can track all of that information and really start to learn how consumers are using cannabis, which is something that we don't really know today. What does that visually look like for consumers? So if, if I'm buying a pod, uh, one of these cartridges, and I find this um, really good, euphoric, uplifting, energetic experience that I want to replicate, um, but maybe that particular cultivar or brand isn't available, and so I, I, I move on to something else and I figure out I don't like it. Visually, how does that look? Um, what is a user interface and how do I determine uh, down the road, how do I look back and say, oh yeah, that's the experience. I remember so, by this graph or whatever. What yeah. does that look like? So, so the nice thing is that we're doing the hardware, right? We're enabling all the other companies to buy these pods empty from us, put their product inside and sell it to the consumer. Mm -hmm. But because we can track everything, the consumer has an option to go to the app and say, I like this, I didn't like it. I need a higher dosage, I need a lower dosage. It's very easy to track when we're already writing for you what you did. All you need to say is if it was good for you, right? Which we're kind of doing half of the work. But even if you remember the afterwards, you can look what you did or what you used. The other nice thing is, again, this is more the companies we work with. When you go to the oil format or the water soluble, it's, these companies can be a bit more consistent in what they're giving their consumers compared to dry leaf, right? Mm -hmm. So from that perspective, you are going to get a bit more consistent, but that's from the companies, not an asking them to take. Um, but yeah, the, the app just allows you to really learn your habits better, improve them. You know, some people call it biohacking, right? But mm -hmm. just allows you to do it better. And to that point, cannabis is just the starting point, right? Tomorrow it can be psychedelics, it can be vitamins, it can be OTC, different medication, opioid. We're already starting to get um, interest from other companies from outside of cannabis, through sleep aids. So there's different things that we can do with this product that we can take afterwards. So this is just a starting point. What do you say to some skeptical users, uh, people who um, would prefer the ready to drink, the RTDs grab and go versus this that still requires um, you know, a beverage. Yeah. So this is a, a component or, or a part of. How do you, um, what, what's your um, response to uh, skeptical investors or uh, people yeah. who really don't understand the, um, the coupling that, that goes with the beverage? Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the issues is that the beverage industry is a bit going slower than what we expected because we're not giving the perfect solutions for consumers. We're trying to force them a beverage that they may or may not like and a dose that they may or may not need. And, and you and I are both a bit heavy users. If we're gonna need to drink a can with five milligrams or even 10 milligrams, we're gonna need to go a lot to the washroom because we're gonna need more than one can probably. Uh, so it just doesn't really fit all the consumers. But I, I think above that, if you wanna break down the structure of the cost of those beverages, you'll see that the beverage that costs, let's say $5, 50 cents will be the cannabis, four and a half dollars will be all the rest. And the consumer needs to pay all of that. We can sell it much cheaper to the consumer. So I can sell for a starter pack for $35, a dispenser and a pod with a 24 pack, 240 milligrams. And that will cost probably, I don't know, <coughs> around $350 maybe, or a hundred and something dollars for the consumer. So I'm just doing a much better service to the consumer. Now they can use any drink they want, whether it's coffee in the morning or tea in the evening and they can do their own dose and they're doing it for a much more affordable cost. Okay, what is the um, 
expected market share? Uh, and maybe you can compare that to uh, Mio. Have you heard of Mio? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, maybe people haven't. That's just um, a syrup concentrate that you put in water to flavor your beverage. Mm -hmm. So you, we're not talking about flavor here, but I'm curious yeah. what market share do um, I don't even know what, what that's called, uh, the, the droplets so it's, or whatever. So make it at your home. Okay. Uh, it's a great question. They usually have a bigger, if you go to most of the, the grocery stores, you'll see that they have a big part of the shelf. They do now. For, for home use, uh, people will usually do that. The cans, the bottles, they're for the grab and go, right? Mm. But you also have this other concept, which is called arm's reach. And when you want to go and buy a 12-pack or a 2-4-pack of beers, you can do that. You can have a bunch of beers if you have that arm reach. You don't need to go to the dispensary and buy four bottles and another four bottles of beer and another four bottles of beer. So from the perspective of if you're going to use this at home, I am sure that this is a much more efficient way than you know having a ready-to-drink because that's how it works with the meal to your question. If you're asking me, hey, when people go out, I don't see them with a meal, I agree. This is a bit more designed and fashionable for a meal. But also, again, it allows you to have that arm's reach that today you don't have with bottles. So I think that, you know, kind of gives that extra. I'd like to see this made out of hemp plastic, make it biodegradable, recycled materials. Um, what kind of attention have you got, if any, from uh, social responsible investing, yeah. SRI, or ESG, environmental social governance? Is that um, a sector that you're interested in and are you getting noticed from that sector? Yeah, you, you know, I have a great answer for that. And usually when I say it, people like, they, they get convinced fairly easy. But a lot of people ask us, well, wait, it's plastic. Aren't we adding, you know, something, you know, that is not good for the environment? The, the real answer is, I can put more than 100 bottles in this. I'm using substantially less plastic than what you would have used if you would have bought bottles. I am way more green. And I can send it for recycling because this is mainly plastic. There's almost nothing except plastic in our pods. That's one of the ways we keep them low cost for us to manufacture. Um, and we will put exactly have the bins to collect the, the cartridges for vaping and different dispensaries. We will have bins to collect the pods so we can recycle them. Um, but it's way more clean because you're using less plastic. But the truth is this is cleaner than a bottle. And there's less traffic of, you know, you don't need to uh, ship all the liquid. So you're doing less, um, less pollution. It's just a cleaner way, cleaner approach in, in general. Okay. Yeah. What's uh, what's the next steps for you? What do you? We're here at yeah. MJ Impact. What do you? What's so, your expectation? What's your takeaway? I, I so we just started. Um, this looks awesome. I really like the setup. But uh, I'll, I'll answer the first part of the question, if I may. And you you asked what's uh, you know what else to, to update. I think the interesting part is last time I did a pitch, we got an investment from a, a VC called Draper Cygnus. They're part of the Draper Network. Um, so that's big news for us. Uh, and with that investment, we have a few investors that are following on. So we have 1 million out of the 1.6 million we're raising That's great. Uh, already done. Uh, and we're hoping here in MJ Biz to meet, you know, those last investors to come in and, and fill the rest of the round. What is, uh, what's an investor get for the remaining amount? What's, uh, what's the terms? Yeah. So, so essentially we're doing a 6.4 million pre-money valuation and 8 million post. So if one investor would have bought all the 1.6 million, they would have get 20% of the company. And from there, it's a linear calculation. So 600 is not a easy, you know, 600 out of 16. I can't so is that a post-money valuation of 30 million? No, no. Pre-money is 6.4. Post is 8. Oh, okay. 8 million. Okay. We're okay. modest. We're growing. And it's okay. <laughs> um, 
but I think, uh, yeah, it's a great you know valuation to continue growing for me. Okay. Yeah. What's um? What are you hoping to grab out of Cannabis Week here in Vegas? You're from Toronto, yeah. right? So, so you came internationally to absolutely. to come down. You got the uh, MJ Unpacked, and you also have the uh, MJ BizCon well. and yeah. all this stuff. So. What are a couple of goals that you're hoping to accomplish? So we really want to meet some of the MSOs. Um, we've seen uh, some movement with MSOs around products around this thing. So if you look in Select Squeeze, Select Squeeze is what we're doing just with a bit less sophistication. So we can really upgrade their game. Or we can work with another MSO to have a better product to compete. Um, so we're very happy. We have already a few meetings set up with uh, MSOs in the event. We're hoping to meet a few more, a few of the bigger brands and find our first partners to, to start this product. That'll be exciting. Yeah. What's that going to look like? It's it's basically uh, an MSO in the U.S. to carry your product uh, across multiple states. Um, what's that going to look like? So what, how's these products will have their brand on them, um, and it will be their product, essentially. So if, let's say, again, just taking it as an example, Company X wants to do this, then it will be, you know, Anthony X pods. Okay. Uh, the dispensers, exactly like the tax model, will be our uh, dispensers, okay. our brand. And the idea is to have the network, right? There's obviously always a chance that somebody will come and say, we want it all. Mm-hmm. And at this stage, you know, everything is on the table. But So that's pretty cut and dry. You uh, have you have a, a pod here, you mm-hmm. sell that wholesale, they fill it, they brand it, they sell it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's Yeah, easy. and then with the dispenser that we manage the network, we collect all the information for them and allow them to start learning about their consumers. I can know where a pod was bought because every pod is unique. Mm-hmm. And what dispensary it was bought, where it's used, how much it's used. I can learn a lot of things and the companies can learn with me. And if a pod is almost empty, I can send a consumer a notification suggesting to buy a new one and even share where's the closest locations because I know their place and their phone. So there's a lot of things you can do with data that we didn't always bring to cannabis, right? Some companies did it like PAX, but not a lot. So we're trying to do the same thing and bring some technology and really you know, empower and enable more things for the different companies. And I think the big MSOs, you know, we should take advantage. Mm-hmm. This is a demo, I'm assuming, or an MVP, right? In so the future, would you be able to have a clear um, uh, panel here so that the cart, when they brand the cart and they pop that in, you yeah. see the brand? So a- Absolutely, this is just plastic. Um, what's unique about this is our PCB inside. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very proud of it because we developed it in-house, so it's, it's all our technology. Mm-hmm. But this is a piece of plastic. You can keep it clear in the middle. Um, you can have it different colors. We have a design for something that's more medical, a design for something that's more social. We designed it to be small. It's smaller than a phone. Um, so you probably do a phone case for that too, all it's kinds of accessories. It's smaller than a phone, so it fits in your pocket. Mm-hmm. But we really wanted to say like, hey, if you want to own it, so let's say I'm meeting with you in a bar or something, I can put it in my drink and put it like this so I can own it. And you will see it and you know I will have a conversation about it with you and maybe share if I want. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to have both options to kind of have it uh, you know, you discreet, or you can own the experience, so it stands nicely if you want. But yeah, the plastic can change, and it can also be the hand plastic. We actually uh, have been spoken with one of the companies that does hand plastic. Awesome. Uh, so it's just a bit further away, but we are. If, if there's, um, you know, hemp manufacturers or uh, investors or just uh, MSOs that are curious about it um, or consumers alike, where can they find more information at? Where are you at? Yeah, sure. So. Uh, we're very active on LinkedIn, so that's always a good place to find us. Um, but also, we have uh, we have investors at VoyagerProducts.ca and partners at VoyagerProducts.ca, or you can just email me directly at elad e l a d 
at Voyager's product.ca. Okay. Yeah. And we'll also put Allah's uh, LinkedIn information in the description in the show notes uh, along with Voyager's website. So check that out. With that, I think we're going to roll this one up. I want to thank my guest, Elad Barak, founder and CEO of Voyager. Thank you. Elad, appreciate you being on The Talking Hedge. Thank you so much. All right, I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.